Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I'd rather just side in with the Word. You know, siding in, you know what I mean? But siding in, taking sides with the Word of God is taking sides with God. That's being on God's side. Amen. And I'd rather just side in with the Word than to side in with man, hadn't you? Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching in him. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin for today's message. A lady came to me. I was teaching along this line one time, no day service. And I was establishing the fact that we are the righteousness of God in Him. See, and when you know that, your faith will work. That's the reason a lot of people's faith won't work. And so this lady came to me after service and said, Brother Hagin, now you said, you know, that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. No, I said, I didn't say that. Oh, you did too. I heard you. Oh, I said, no, you're mistaken. I didn't say that. Well, you did. No, I said, I didn't. Well, I can just prove it. Wave your hand back by any number of people. No, I said, I didn't say that. The Bible said it. Now, see, she is very argumentative to begin with. Her voice had that edge to it. She said, oh. Turned around and walked off. See, if the Bible said, she's not going to argue with the Bible. If you're saved, you're not going to argue with the Bible. See, the, the written word is to take the same place in our lives as Jesus, the living word. That's the way you're going to learn of him. Are you listening? And so if you're really walking with him, you're not going to argue and fuss with him. She said, oh, turned around and walked off. Now, another lady came another time, another meeting. And I don't know why. It's, well, I guess one reason there's always more women than there are men. Men's working a lot of time for daytime. And, and she said, Brother Hagin, you, 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 you taught that. I said, I sure did. I plead guilty. Yeah, but she said, I just know that's not true. Well, I said, you mean to tell me the Bible's not true? Well, here's what the Bible said. Just open my Bible. She didn't let her read the verse again. I noticed she didn't have the Bible. See, if she'd had her Bible with men, opened it and read the verses as we read them, she'd have known what the Bible said. But she had just sure it didn't say that. I just opened my Bible, had her to read it. She read, Him whom you know sin was made to be sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. She called the Bible and said, Well, Bible or no Bible, I know it's not so. Now, folks like that in bad shape. I mean, I mean, you're sort of in no man's land. You're out where God can't help you even though he wants to and where the devil can enter into your innermost counsel. I'd rather just side in with the word. You know, siding in, you know what I mean? But siding in, taking sides with the word of God is taking sides with God. That's being on God's side. Amen. And I'd rather just side in with the Word than to side in with man, hadn't you? Now, this righteousness, now notice, him who knew no sin was made to be sin for us that we might, might be made the righteousness of God or become the righteousness of God in him. Now, is that righteousness like it was in the Old Testament just reckoned unto them? Or do we become righteous in him? See, the text said, Of him, of God, are ye in Christ Jesus, who is made unto us wisdom, righteousness. 
sanctification, redemption. No, thank God it's a reality. Then this redemption that he says is ours, is this redemption metaphysical or is it a reality? Thank God it's a reality. Can you say amen? amen? Now here's a verse of scripture before we close. And I don't know, I got several verses here. We may just go on for a while. Turn to Jude. You know, Jude just has one chapter. Jude, the tw- oh, do you want you shout and close? Now how many of you shout and close tonight? Get ready. Get ready. Jude 24. 24th verse, just one chapter. I I just wonder if this word can be depended upon. Wonder if it's true. Now unto him, praise God, that's Jesus, isn't it? That is able to keep you from falling. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody said to me one time, knowing my Baptist background, said, Brother Hagin said, do you believe in backsliding? I said, no. 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 Well, they said, well, you believe you can't backslide, don't you? I said, that's quite obvious. A lot of people do. But I said, I believe in practicing what you believe. So I don't believe in backsliding, so I don't practice it. See, a lot of folks must believe in it, so they practice it. But I believe that he's able. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Is he or is he not? Thank God he is. Now notice, and to present you faultless. Hallelujah. You know that just simply means without fault. Hallelujah. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. I tell you, I think a lot of Christians don't even know that verse is in there. But I wonder what it's doing in there. Does it belong to us? Is it for us? Or is that verse just in there sort of hold the rest of it together? No, thank God it belongs to us. Now, is that presence, notice he said, in the presence, faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Is that presence of which he speaks here before which we are to be set with exceeding joy, is it after death or is it now? Now it seems very clear to me that we live in his presence now. That we walk in his presence now. If he, Jesus, cannot present us now before his presence, God's presence, with exceeding joy, he certainly cannot present us before the presence of the Father God after death with exceeding joy. 
if it requires death to cleanse us from sin, then we're left in an unhappy dilemma because death is of the devil, not of God. It's an enemy, the last enemy that will be put under feet. So it would indicate that God in his redemptive plan was not able to give us the victory. He needed the devil to complete his redemptive plan. No, thank God he doesn't need the devil to complete his redemptive plan. If you live a life of weakness and defeat, it's just simply because you do not know what you are in Christ. Now I want you to notice something else about this verse. Because see, we get back in the natural if we're not careful, looking at things from the natural standpoint. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. He's our helper. You can't do it yourself. But he can. Are you listening? And that's the reason many fail. They've tried to, they try to live the Christian life. They've tried to do everything within their own strength. Amen. Well, I'm trying to hold out faithful to the end. Y'all pray for me that I'll hold out faithful to the end. Paul said right in the church at Ephesus, you know, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Well, I'm trying to be strong. I know what you're trying to be strong in yourself. No, be strong in the Lord. Now, how are you strong in the Lord? Find all those scriptures that said you're in him and be strong in them. Start confessing, that's mine. That's who I am. I'm in him. Hallelujah. I'm in him. Glory to God. That's who I am. That's being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Yeah, pray for me that I'll hold out faithful to the end. I don't know, maybe younger folks, if you haven't studied history, you know, you don't know so much about it because it all happened before your day. But back in the 30s, you know, when Mr. Hitler was headed up the Germans, you know, and, and, and he, he made a, a, built a dirigible, you know, Graf Zeppelin, and then United States government did some experimenting in lighter-than-air aircraft, and they, they built about three dirigibles. And in 1937, I saw a picture on the front of the Dallas Times-Herald, Dallas, of one of them there in Akron, Ohio, that they were uh, about to, well, they were trying to moor it to a mast. In other words, it was a steel tower. And they're going to tie that thing to that tower. They had about 250 soldiers holding, uh, or enlisted men, holding ropes and to hold the thing down till they get it secured to that tower. Something happened in that a gust of wind or something came along and lifted the thing, but it was, suddenly went right back up in there. Now, see, you've got to realize that these things, you know, were new. You know, people didn't see things like that. I can remember the last church I pastored, that, you know, in 46 through 47, just after the war, you know. And I was going up to Dallas one day, and, and uh, oh, oh, Highway 80, and, and all of those... Uh, you know, cars were stopped everywhere and people was out looking and, and I said, well, what in the world are they looking at? I pulled over the side of the highway, everybody stopped. And, and they were flying, you know, uh, we'd never seen that big airplane, B-52s. Then I thought that was the biggest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I can remember, you see, in my day, you know, because we'd never seen an airplane. When an air, I don't care what, when an airplane went over, boy, everybody run out of the house and looked, you know. Well, you'd never seen anything like that. Now, we don't pay attention to them. You know what I mean? 
How many of you know what I'm talking about? Sure, some of you don't see. Well, now that's where this, these are very oddities, you know, and there's a crowd of people out there to see this thing, you know. Suddenly that will just, just pop back up in the air, you see. Well, now some of those fellas, these soldiers had presence of mind enough to turn loose those ropes. Others waited too long. When they turned loose, they plummeted down and hit the, the cement, you know, and concrete, and some of them broke their legs, and several of them killed. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life, so visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the two-CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, In Him, You're Hearing This Month. Also, the mini-book, In Him, by Brother Hagan, and the book by Ken Hagan, God's Irresistible Word. All this for a special price of $16.95. That's $7.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, come down and visit the Christmas lights and then uh, make it so that you can stay over the weekend and enjoy one of the services That's with right. us at Raymond Bible Church, 1025 West Kenosha, right here in Broken Era. And uh, somebody said, well, I thought it was Tulsa. Well, Broken Era is just a... A suburb. Uh, well, it's a suburb. It's part of the Tulsa Metroplex Metro. area, the whole area here. That's All right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on In Him. If you would like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.